Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm your host, Steve Casillo. And today, Philip Washington Jr., the CIO of Stonehill Wealth Management, also the host and executive producer of Wealth Building Made Simple, a podcast that you can listen to. He's in studio today. We're talking about how much do I need in my emergency fund? Well, maybe too much, may not be quite enough. Tune in. We're going to have some fun. Today is is Rocky Road Day. Oh, I love that kind of ice cream. And uh, it's also National Donut Day. How do you get two days now? They just they just ran out of days. I don't know. There's there's like ideas. it's like seven hundred days. So uh, in, and they have to fit them all into three hundred sixty five. So <laughs> we got to invent a new calendar. Just that's right. Yeah, we should come up with our own. Oh, actually, there is a National Podcasters Day. Is it really? Yeah. Um, How about we come up with a National Mansfield Podcasters Day? Mm, I like that. Yes. Today we are talking about how much. Do I need in my emergency fund? And I, I, I would assume it's not a finite number. It's not a an X amount of dollars or an X amount of months or what have you. It's it's not finite, is it? No, it 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 depends. And a, and a lot of people hate when somebody says it depends. It depends, right? But I, but I I find f- financial planning is. It's two parts, right? It's art and it's science. And it's why a lot of a lot of people get frustrated because they want one answer that you can apply to eight billion people. Right. Yeah. And that's and if you if when I say it that way, you go, Oh wait, there's nothing that's right for eight billion people, right? Because whenever you try to jam one idea into eight billion people, th- then like you're you're like a dictator, right? It's because I would assume if you put, you know, you hear a lot, the, the standard is you should put six months of your salary into an emergency fund. Well, does six months salary look right? Does it feel right after you've got six months salary in the, in the bank? Yeah. And, and you hit on a nail. I, I think, I think everybody, and I don't know, I don't know. I was, I was talking with a friend yesterday and he, uh, he was talking about his uh, trying to teach his kid who was like fifth grade, f- five years old, right? Uh, kindergarten. Yeah. Five, yeah. Or, five or six years old. And his, his kid was putting together a puzzle and he would, he would look at all the pieces and then he would grab a piece and then he would put it there and he would, he would grab another piece and put it in the right spot. But he had, he had no, quote unquote scientific method for how he was doing it he was just putting it together on straight intuition yeah and, and, which is like feeling right he just felt where the puzzle piece was supposed to go and and i was like and he was like i'm just trying to figure out a way to teach him how to have a process and i was like i don't do that because i you know we're all born geniuses as kids like kids have imagination like they they naturally feel and then we put them in the system that says f your feelings right you know, only only be scientific. Like, don't don't worry about the art. Art is for losers. You know, versus teaching them to balance, right? To 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 allow the feeling to guide you, and then look back and and then understand the process uh, as like a foundation. And so, I'm saying to say, when it comes to financial planning, like, do what feels right. Meaning, if if because of your situation, you feel like you need. A year of your expenses and savings, and that's what makes you comfortable. Um, 
even if it doesn't make financial sense, have that, right? And then educate yourself on like investing at, you know, talk to different people on different options, right? Continue to process different preferences, look at different things that may help uh, level up your awareness or your understanding. And then if something comes up that where you say, oh, I can do six months and I can put the other six months somewhere where it might make more money and it makes me feel good, then cool. But if not, then don't, because there's no right way. There's a way that makes you feel comfortable. And uh, there are as many equal paths to wealth as there are people, thoughts, and ideas. So, so you don't have to always do the quote unquote smart thing. I have two really good questions. Yes, sir. Okay. So the first one is, should people dip into their emergency fund for things like a new car or maybe remodeling their home, things like that? Or because you always hear about the, the emergency fund is for the, it's your, it's your rainy day. Mm -hmm. uh, it's your rainy day fund. Well, all right. So, so yeah. things like car or home remodeling, things like that, should you dip into your emergency fund? Yeah, and so that that's that's also like a artistic pain type answer. It's like, for example, ultimately, from my perspective, uh, it's all like savings are all for things you need to buy in less than five years, right? I could probably qualify it as that and capture all the ideas. Like anything you need to spend your money on that's outside of the normal budget that's less than five years should be in some sort of cash or emergency fund. Now, how you divvy it up, like us personally, like we have our emergency fund is, is divvied up into like our maintenance fund, right? Which which maintenance is maybe translates to most people as the emergency fund. So like if something breaks down or if we need to get uh, a new car uh, or something like that, that's, that's, that's out of the budget, like that comes out of the maintenance fund, right? And then we have the... Uh, an entertainment fund, right? And so that's that's not really emergencies, but that's like if we go on a trip, um, if, if there's something that we need to spend outside of the normal budget that's for entertainment, then that goes there, right? Then we also have our tax fund, right? All of these are, all of these are, you know, emergency fund things, but from a categorical standpoint, it just helps me. I feel better separating it out. Some people may not, right? You just may have the number and you can spend how you spend, but but that's where it goes. That's where like uh, uh, maybe having somebody who is is experienced yeah. as a wealth manager help you talk through. That's more reading like a good newsletter like wealthbuildingmadesimple.us where you have different ideas that come along that you can take and choose to add to your plan and see which one feels right, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think well, some some advisors would call those buckets. Buckets. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave Ramsey would call them envelopes. Mm -hmm. And it's so really, it's just parsing out your money to to different uh, or allocating your, that money to to different. My favorite would be the the entertainment envelope or bucket. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, I, I like that bucket. Too. Okay. Oh, I said it. I I said I had two questions. So the second question is. Is it possible or how much is too much to have in your emergency fund? Too, too, too much is all. So this is where really getting into intuition. Too much is just trusting how it feels because you'll know, right? It's like, it's like saying, how do you know when you want to get married? Like, you'll just know, yeah. like, you know. Um, so when it's too much is when you look and you go, man, I got way too much money in cash, right? Be because, because what you know what you know is telling you that uh, um, 
and what you feel are telling you together that, hey, man, like you got two years and you're comfortable with a year uh, of cash. So you should probably you should probably entertain investing this. But you'll know. Right. At the very least, you'll have some inkling of saying, I know something is off. I just need I know I feel like I got too much, but I don't know how much. I need more information, right? And that, and then that's where like processing new ideas can help. Meaning, like that's why I'm always saying, like, don't do what's smart. Like, be be open to all new ideas. It doesn't mean you got to take them, but like that's when you go look at new ideas. Oh, this person does this way. This person does this way. And then you, it's like a menu, right? If you if you got like a menu of food in front of you, you don't have to eat all the food. You can pick and choose which thing on the menu you want on your plate, right? And so. That that's when you feel that, then I would like just start looking at different options and saying, "Oh, okay, this one, this one feels where I am right now, right?" And 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 I think the thing that's important that some people don't do is once they set their plan in motion, they don't periodically review their options, right? So I like to like I'm always looking around at different options, but at least quarterly, I would say like review everything, look at your preferences, see if it aligns with your feelings. And then make adjustments. So when it comes down to the emergency fund, really, it's it's intuition. What you feel is enough, not enough, too much. Intuition is intuition is genius. Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I feel like as a society, we don't use it like enough. All the geniuses use it. Like any area of your genius, because we all have a genius area somewhere. Any area where we say we're a genius, you know, it's filling. Yeah, we just don't apply it to areas that we're not comfortable. You mentioned your newsletter. Tell the Mansfieldites about your newsletter. Yes, wealthbuildingmadesimple.us. It's a newsletter that I created for 200 bucks a year, 25 bucks a month that I write my daily perspectives on there. It was a way where I'm not really taking that many more new clients on Stonehill Wealth Management unless you have a decent uh, account size. But I wanted to put out detailed advice, processes, thoughts around what's going on in the world in a positive way. Uh, and this is an inexpensive way for anybody to... Uh, get the information about it. And that's how they can also reach out if they have questions about uh, finance? A- absolutely. Wealthbuildingmadesimple.us. You can ask, my subscribers can ask me any question and I will respond directly. That is Philip Washington Jr. We do this every Friday morning right here on the podcast and uh, we run the video on YouTube or LinkedIn. We run the audio on your favorite podcast platform. Philip, have a great weekend. Uh, go eat some Rocky Road ice cream, and uh, let's do it again next week. Thank you, thank you. And I'll be sure to read the romance novel. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get y'all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.